welcome to another episode of But Have You Heard About Conspiracy Theory Edition. Dun, 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 dun. I know it's been a hot minute or like two months since we've done a conspiracy theory episode for sure. But as always, I'm your host, Courtney, and I am joined by Matt. Hello. And today we are going to talk about was Helen Keller faking it? Oh, God. It's exactly what you think. It started off as a joke on the TikTok that Helen Keller faked everything. Because there's no way that a deaf-blind person could have done everything that she did. I don't know what, where this is. It's just, it's gonna go. So, I think the original TikTok started off as a joke. Being I've like, never there's, seen this TikTok. It, it's fine. Just think of it as someone being like, there's no way she could have done this. Like, if I'm blind, like, if you take someone's side away instantly, they freak out. Well, I don't know what's going on. Someone that's based off of vision, sure. But, but if you're born with all these disabilities, then you don't know any different. Helen Keller wasn't born with disabilities. Wait, really? Uh huh. Then how did she go blind? We're going to talk about that in a second. All right, we'll get, to, I, this, get to the story then. So my whole thought process is that especially Gen Z has grown up with social media. You are never bored and they don't understand why somebody would apply themselves so much mm. and have all this extra time. But I'm like, she was in a deep, like she grew up in a, I wouldn't say a flu, like affluent family, but she grew up in a decent enough family that they sought out doctors and had the means and ability to seek them out and to pay them to help her. It's kind of crazy that she also wasn't like, you know, immediately shunned for having disabilities. Like her family at least attempted. Yeah. I would think that's a a bonus because I mean, I don't remember the time period of Helen Keller's existence, but I do remember learning about a lot of her in school. Yeah. Um, Just to give a time frame, mm -hmm. Helen Keller was born in, I believe, like 1882. Yeah. So she was born in the 19th century. Right. But she died in 1968. So I had no idea that Helen Keller died after my mom was born. So, like, our parents were alive. When Helen Keller was around, right. which to me, it just kind of blows my mind. Cause I used to think that I guess she passed away like in the early 1900s, not mid century. Right. Uh, like mid 20th century. I mean, she survived the Spanish flu then. Yeah. So I also didn't know that Helen Keller was born in Alabama. She is one of the few um, people that was born in Alabama that is not praised because they were a Confederate soldier. So that's always cool. Like, when you think about it, like, one of the few from the uh, 19th century that was born that's not into slavery. Right. And then even still, she was definitely a proponent of equality, in a sense. Anyways, Helen Keller lost sight and her hearing around 19 months. So she was still a baby. Basically. She was a toddler, okay. though. So basically she blind. From, from not from infancy. birth. From infancy. Yeah. So she was, you know, you're How 19 How much do you months. remember... How much do you remember? From when you were two? That's the thing is like, I remember, I remember my first memory of like doing something at my grandparents' house. I don't remember how old I was though. Yeah, exactly. I don't have vivid memories that way back. It's impossible to reconstruct those things Mm. perfectly. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, But she most likely lost sight and hearing from scarlet fever. Mm. So makes sense. Right. And so up until the age of seven, her... Like, family did everything that they could. They went, I think they went to Thomas Edison, being like, hey, can you develop something to help her? Because they wanted their child to thrive. And it wasn't, 
I mean, it would definitely be something even into the tw- like mid 20th century that if something like this happened to your kid, be if there's nothing that's already set in stone, like, hey, this is a way that we can help them. Mm-hmm. Most likely they're going to be like, I don't know what to do with my kid. I'm going to drop him off somewhere. Right. And that's, so, what, that's what I was getting at, where it's like these people actually wanted to continue working to help this kid and not just give up, which is great. Yeah. I know I had to watch like a scene from a Helen Keller movie at some point in elementary school mm. with Ann Sullivan in the water. Mm, yeah. 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 I haven't seen that. That's yeah. a, the... It's a staple in American because Helen Keller is like our favorite American because she, she is one of those fought those odds. She is one of those like odd historic personnel that you learn about in school for some reason. Like there's yeah. tons of other people to learn about, but for whatever reason you learn about Helen Keller. I I grew up in New York, and you learned this stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah. and I'm from Texas. I don't know why that's like a pivotal criteria in American history, but whatever. I guess because it's just one of those like underdog stories, you know, where it's like someone that was completely... It's an American story. Yeah. Like when you think about it, you know, that whole American idea or the ideal of coming to America or, you know, you have the ability... To thrive. While it's a dream, Helen Keller literally made this dream a reality. Right. With the help of her friends, well, with the help of her family, and then with, like, her own caretakers throughout her life. Right. Because without Anne Sullivan, she would have never really learned how to read and write. And Anne helped her develop her own language so she could learn. Right. And as well as give that communication out. Like, there's actual video of helen keller because again she died in 1968 so obviously she was around for television right you can literally watch her like learning how to read or not learning because she's already at this point knows how to read but you can watch her reading braille and then you can watch her like how she writes things out so away from the the history lesson and back to the, the conspiracy like where did the conspiracy even come from like i've never even heard of this being a thing it's just some recent thing where people yeah. are just being stupid you know it started off on tiktok with a gen zer or someone um basically saying she faked it and then you have people gen zers are like yeah there's no way that you can be deaf and blind and do everything that she did cuz she wrote books she was a proponent for those with disabilities and having the same equal rights cuz she was living proof right I mean, she has so, some other flaws and things that she wrote. So if maybe adult Helen Keller, you could be like, oh, yeah, she's totally faking it. But like a kid Helen Keller, like as an adult, if you can't tell that your kid's lying to you, then you're a dummy. Right. <laughs> but that's the thing is that she like there's no video evidence of her as a child. I guess that's when a, she was a like valid points, but, but there was no video back then. So we have to uh, take into account everything as either being exaggerated or true until there was video evidence. We also have doctors and uh, pro- other professionals. It's not just the family being like, oh, yeah, she's blind and deaf. And then she but she's just a spoiled brat at that point where it's like she doesn't understand the world. So she just does whatever she wants. And they have to like kind of accommodate that because what do they what can they do? <laughs> you know? But then you have instructors and people that are actually trying to... They're trying to help her become... A a, a functioning person. Yeah. Yeah. A part of the community. Yeah. Instead of just an entity, basically. Yeah. That's all... At least how I understood it, that she was just raised to be 
you know, like she's a, she was like a primitive person because she didn't have those two sensories and didn't understand it. That's actually kind of off. That's another thing too, is that I think that's the whole reason that some people actually were like, yo, I believe because you have this whole idea that by two years old, she's blind and deaf because she was sick. Correct. However, before there was any like consistent form of communication, um, like with sign language or just across the board stuff, a lot of people that were part of the deaf community had things called home signs where basically you would gesture. Mm. So again, think about the fact that she was a child when this happened. Like she was, you know, a toddler almost. So when you're, you know, if you've ever been around a baby, they start making either sounds for wanting things or they make hand motions for like food. Okay. So to me, I think that was a, that's an easy transition to continue. Right. And then if she's handed food or she's handed something, like she's not completely inept because she, again, had motor skills as a child, like as a, and you just continue to develop those. Right. It's almost, uh, it's almost Pavlovian where you make a sound or a a motion or, or an action and you're presented with what you want. You continue to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. And then another thing that she wound up using was the Tadoma method. Never heard of that. I had never heard of that either. So I'm going to do it to you. Are you ready for me to touch your face? So what happens is that if, if you are a part of the deafblind community, you can put your hand on someone's face mm-hmm. and then you move the fingers to the the pinky to like the lips. And then you put your hand on the jaw. So I would feel the vibrations for words. Okay. And then with the vibrations from your jaw where the fingers were and with the pinky being able to feel like it feels like I'm trying to like, or it looks like I'm trying to like take you out. But anyways, it doesn't matter. You would feel vibrations on the jawline. Like if you put your hands on your jaws right now, you could feel some vibration. Mm -hmm. And then if you put pinky finger on your lip, you feel your lips moving. So she was somehow able to also define words this way. That's freaking messed up. So if you're listening to this, you should... Totally do this. Yeah, not in a bad way. That's just in if that is true, that's incredible because that's like I mean, reading lips in one th- is a very talented skill to begin with. Like if you can read lips, that's ridiculous. I don't really understand how you can have that specific of vision to understand lip movement to that, you know, expertise. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. Um, so lip reading's you know, one of those things, but lip feeling, lip feeling, but put your, (laughs) do it, Matt, do it. Put your hands on your jaw. So put your fingertips on your jaw. Yeah. I I can feel the vibrations, but it's very odd. And I don't know how anyone could possibly read someone's lips this way. It's insane. So it's not incredible, incredible. You'd be like Daredevil, but with your fingertips, basically. Yeah. Well, and that was something that she learned after learning more. Or um, the Tadoma method was something that she developed after. And Sullivan this up, or is this something that some I think people it's used? I think it's something that she wound up using when Anne Sullivan wasn't around because Anne Sullivan taught her how to read and write in right. her own language. I was going to say they had a secret language, basically. Yeah, but. So let's say Anne says this is water on her hand and then puts Helen Keller's fingers Hmm. up to her and says water. 
So most people are going to move their mouth in the same way to say water. You may say it differently depending on your accent. Right. Water. Water. You want some water. Or drop the R's if you're in Boston. Whatever it may be. Yeah, your your geolocation in America. More so now, maybe, than back then. I don't know. But the uh, pronunciation is similar. But yeah, you're, you are right that people would be probably have accents in various reason, regions. Well, so. and she went around literally giving speeches. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're a celebrity at that point. So she has a translator, and so she's going to speak to people from other countries or communicate with them. She would do the Joma method. And I was just like, that's so crazy. I can only see people buying this conspiracy theory if you don't actually read a book about Helen Keller. So here's a, a theory, or here's something to disprove that theory. And I've already kind of made a little point about the lip reading thing. It's like, do you know how to lip read as a you know fully sight and hearing person? I know what? that COVID made it horrible with the mask because it was easier for me to realize what you were saying if I saw your lips move. Right. Still. But I'm not like, a good lip reader, like from a, di- from a distance. So let, let's take that into consideration. Like if you had to learn to lip read or whatever lip touch, then sure. But like, why would you want to do that unless you were like specifically helping people that didn't have that ability. It just seems weird that... Well, here's the thing. Their whole conspiracy theory is that she was faking it when she was doing this. So this was all like a parlor trick. It was all like Houdini magic. Okay. So that's where she'd be faking it. And I also understand that they're like, there's no way that if they saw pre-Anne Sullivan, Helen Keller. Right. And then they saw post-Anne Sullivan, Helen Keller. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize everything that Helen Keller did... In between, I mean, Helen Keller was the first deaf and blind person to receive a degree in the U.S., mm-hmm. maybe even the world. I can't remember. Right. But she received a bachelor's degree and she, you know, went on to publish multiple things. She was a huge proponent of, you know, different causes. She was also anti-war during World War One, and I'm going to assume World War Two, mm-hmm. Or maybe it was World War Two that she was anti-war. Doesn't matter. She was anti-war. I can understand to a point. Why people would offhandedly say, oh, yeah, she totally faked it. Right. But you go back and you realize she didn't have, like, we didn't have social media TV of anything. Like, you didn't have sports even really to watch. Like, you had to go out to a game to watch them. Right. You didn't have, you, so stuff she, wasn't televised. She I mean, had when all was this. The, when was the radio invented? Obviously, you couldn't hear the radio. So Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, that if she wasn't. Even if she was faking this, you had all this time in the day. And because she didn't really know the difference between night and day, unless somebody told her, she literally had 24 hours in a day. Right. You'd sleep when you were tired. And yeah. yeah. So to me, it makes perfect sense that she was able to do all this. I feel like we were more productive as a society. I mean, granted, you know, you had a lot of other things that you had to get done. Like, obviously, I would have to, like, go kill chickens to make breakfast or get eggs. And now I just go to a fridge. So like timing is less. But you had the ability, if you had nothing on your plate, like you were not part of the working class or of lower class, you had time. Well, she was, her family was. Obviously uh, well enough off. A wealthier family, I believe. Yeah. If I remember correctly. So time was a little more of a luxury or less of a luxury rather 
uh, to her because she didn't have to do those things. Yeah. And she didn't have, like, her family didn't have to continually work for her to receive this education that she received and training. I really don't remember, like, what their family specifically was. Um, I just remember that they were of a higher class, given the ability to do all these specialized things to help her. You know, they were able to get doctors, higher class doctors, obviously a personal, not physician, but a specialist, essentially, to um, assist with her learning. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't remember exactly what their job or s- status in society was, but... Not having that burden of work probably helped her a lot as well. She could pursue everything to better herself as a person rather than her living situation, you know? So that was probably a crucial piece in her evolution. But yeah, any any low-class person in her same situation probably wouldn't have done as good. I mean, unless they had, like, massive gusto and or had some lucky connection. But these people had money, so they had connections a little more accessible to them. But, I mean, this is this is all history stuff. Like, it's... I don't know how you could disprove something that's been said forever without any scientific evidence, aside from a person being like, I think it's fake. Like, yeah, people, you want to know what else people say is fake? The moon landing and the earth is flat. And this is crap that we've proven time and time again that is real. And you saying it doesn't make it true. You saying it makes you sound like an idiot. Right. You're not wrong. If it's a meme or a joke, then sure, whatever. But then there's the one dope that takes your joke with all seriousness and... This is how flat earthers become prevalent. It's 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 weird that people. Well, that's why I thought it was just such an interesting conspiracy theory that like, people had, legitimately thought, and all it really does. It. Yeah. <laughs> it and the thing is that all it's really doing is putting down people with disabilities, saying that they are unable to do anything. Like that's what it comes down to: is True. that you are putting these barriers, these non-existent barriers, up all of a sudden. Right. There was nothing there. This was a this was a success story, yeah, you know, for the blind and deaf community. This is like against all odds possibility. You know, you have no your existence prior to you being deaf and blind is basically non-existent, and you still become a person capable of pseudo sight and pseudo hearing. You know, through through touch, yeah. um, and it's crazy. That someone could even achieve that to begin with. So I'm going to go ahead and say, in conclusion, this conspiracy theory is debunked because... I mean, it's definitely a baby conspiracy theory. I've never heard of this before. It doesn't seem like it's something that would... It's not prevalent because, again, I think it's only when you ask certain people, literally, or of little mind, thinking that people with disabilities would have to be faking it to be... I mean, do they teach Helen Keller in school anymore? I don't know. I would assume they do, but at the same time, kids are so easily distracted that they're probably not actually paying attention. I mean... I don't want to be the old person in the room, but yeah. Look, (laughs) when Tamagotchis came out, that distracted the shit out of me at school, and I did not care. 
any I mean, minute I'm, I got my ticket away. I was fascinated with Helen Keller in high in high school when we learned about her. Oh, like I didn't learn. We in made high school. we made we made jokes because you know children are horrible. But it was. I mean, I still remember it. Like it was uh, an yeah. interesting enough topic that even though we made jokes as kids, I still remember it pretty vividly. And Helen Keller and, has been. Like her name's been used like in the past ten years for a song that it was popular, like top forty. Really? I never heard of it. So yeah. Um, but anyways, definitely this conspiracy theory is silly and all it does is put a bad I mean, this is more of a history lesson one, but there I mean was, I didn't even was... go that much into her history because I true, also true, she's got true. some interesting there's, things about there's her. There's a lot about this person. She's just one of those people that like you learn the very bare minimum about this person. Mm-hmm. And you kind of keep those bullet points of, you know, deaf, blind, you know, rich, whatever. The water. You know, the, the water. You know, that those bullet points are probably baked into a lot of people's heads. But yeah, this woman has done an unbelievable amount of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. So anybody saying anything bad about Helen Keller better shut the hell up. <laughs> exactly. She's real. and She was not faking it. This has been another episode of But Have You Heard About Conspiracy Theory Edition. As always, I'm Courtney. Matt. And thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a fabulous rest of your day, morning, night, evening, whatever it may be. Bye. Bye.